Five Guatemalans from remote villages have made a long trek to Toronto in search of justice. The group is suing a Canadian mining company. The villagers claim that Hud Bay Minerals is to blame for violence in their villages, including murder and gang rape. The company denies any responsibility. The CBC's Laura Lynch has the story from Toronto. <laughs> After traveling for two days from their tiny villages, four Guatemalan women and one man arrive in Toronto. Their sandals suggest they're not prepared to face sub-zero temperatures here. But Angelica Choc is ready to face those she blames for the death of her husband. When the plane landed in Canada, I felt a great sadness. But I'm here to find justice. Adolfo Ich was shot to death in 2009. He was a community leader fighting efforts to evict villagers from their land. Through tears, Shok recalls the moment her son broke the news. He told me, Mommy, Mommy, they've killed my father. I couldn't believe it. In court documents, Shok and the others claim security officers employed by Hud Bay's Guatemalan subsidiary are responsible for the violence. But they claim Hud Bay is liable because it knew the officers weren't licensed, were poorly trained, and carried illegal weapons. The company denies that and says it respects and protects human rights. Gloria, Gloria, the words may be familiar. But at San Lorenzo Church in North Toronto, the mainly Latino congregation's songs of praise carry a distinctive rhythm. Today, the worshippers are welcoming the Guatemalans who have come to share their stories. Rosa Elvira slumps in her chair, choking back tears, as she recounts the day in 2007 when she says she was repeatedly raped by nine men, among them she claims were police, soldiers and security officers for the mining company. Beside her, holding her hand in support, sits 23-year-old Herman Chobchok. He's paralyzed from the waist down, a bullet still lodged near his spine. Herman admits to moments of despair since the day in 2009 when he says he was shot by the head of the mining company's security detail. Meeting Look at me. I'm in a wheelchair. Look at what I've become. I'm not lying. This next week, you will be asked questions by the lawyers for the mining companies. Their Canadian lawyers must use translators as they prepare them for the first step in their attempts to sue the company they blame. Hud Bay argues the claims won't hold up in a Canadian court. But its lawyers are trying to stop the case from ever getting that far, arguing any trial should be held in Guatemala. But the lawyer for the Guatemalans, Marie Klippenstein, says that's unrealistic. Many uh, organizations note that the Guatemalan legal system is, is basically corrupt. It's open to intimidation and threatening of witnesses. You basically can't get justice in Guatemala. Audrey Macklin is a professor at the University of Toronto Law School. They're facing... Um, significant but not insurmountable hurdles. It will be a significant challenge. She says Canadian judges have traditionally been reluctant to hear these kinds of cases, even when the plaintiffs argue that the justice systems in their own nations are corrupt or ineffective.
American courts have also faced many cases involving multinational companies operating abroad. They've been generally more willing to let the plaintiffs be heard. Retired Supreme Court of Canada Justice Ian Binney isn't familiar with this case, but he says the time may be coming to rethink the issue. Eventually, the courts are going to have to face up to the fact that in a responsible legal system, uh, people have a right to a day in court. And, and if the only court available uh, is in Canada, then that's uh, where the problem should be faced. Taking comfort among those supporting them at the church, the Guatemalans know they've got a long, hard fight ahead of them. But they insist their only route to justice for what they claim happened in their villages is through a Canadian courtroom. For The World, I'm Laura Lynch in Toronto.